you're entering the entrepreneur's online business zone. Paycheck to Prosperity podcast is for the entrepreneur who strives to know everything about online marketing strategies, sales funnels, and automation. There's even a dose of practical wisdom, mindset exercises, and powerful encouragement. If you're ready to catapult your business into the internet stratosphere, strap yourself in and get ready to take off. Here's your host, Jerry Chambers. This episode is sponsored by Paycheck to Prosperity. Grab your Do You Have What It Takes to Be an Entrepreneur self-assessment at paychecktoprosperity.com. Hey, everyone. Hope everybody's doing well out there today. I know it is really sunny here in the Houston area, and I am stoked about it because it's summer, and what we do in Houston is we go outside and we go swimming. So I'm excited. Um, you know, I've got a really special guest with me tonight, uh, today, someone whom I haven't known for that long, but in the short time that we have been working together, we have accomplished much, and I'm going to introduce her right now. This is Jasmine Powers that I have on with me. Jasmine started her business way back in 2007 as a marketing and administrative professional. Jasmine has been through a lot as she's journeyed through the last nine years. She started three separate companies and has now landed as the go-to consultant for her digital marketing strategy company, J Powers Marketing and Publicity. She has her own podcast called the Mastermind Podcast, and her website is filled with tons of real experiences and wisdom that the entrepreneur needs to hear. Jasmine is very active in supporting nonprofit organizations, providing media and community outreach, outreach for Blogging While Brown, Black Girls Code, and Blogalicious. And I want to welcome you now, Jasmine. How are you doing? And thanks for being with me today. Thank you for having me on, Jerry. Absolutely, man. My pleasure. I mean, I haven't known you for that long. We were introduced through a mutual business associate slash friend, and um, we just kind of hit the ground running and have accomplished so much. I really appreciate it. So how's your day going? <laughs> it's it's awesome out here. You were talking about uh, Houston weather. California has been insanely hot, <laughs> but beautiful, beautiful out here. So I think I might have to go take a, a dive in the pool myself. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, now, we're going to start off. Now, Jasmine is kind of my, my PR guru. So we're going to get into some of those um, uh, those PR questions. Um, let's see here. Let's start. Up. First of all, tell me why you got into PR. Now, I'm going to throw a little curveball at you. I didn't say I was going to tell you. I was going to ask you this. But how did you get into this? Tell me about your journey to PR. So my journey to PR started in about 2004, where I landed a position at a major PR company, like one of the biggest PR companies uh, based in Los Angeles. And we worked on the McDonald's account. So it wasn't like a small fist to fry. It was a big fist to fry uh, with so many uh, Southern California McDonald's um, restaurants. So and as in a team of eight publicists, I was responsible for supporting their work and their PR pitching, their press release composition, uh, coordinating the in-store events. And that was my primary responsibility was coordinating the in and marketing the in-store events to get people to come to the restaurant. So 
being a part of that team and helping them with things like Gospel Fest and the Tournament of Roses, uh, which they participated in in the year that I was there, uh, really exposed me to the full circle thing of PR. People think of PR as just press releases, but it goes into anything that um, will bring a public, a positive public opinion about a brand. So um, I'm trying to think of the technical word. And of course, I can't think of it right now. But, you know, everything from corporate responsibility to events to, uh, you know, the, the media pieces to whatever will shape a pu- the public's opinion about this thing, their, their, repu- their reputation. And so in doing that, I realized, like, I, I like this. Like, of course, I love marketing. Of course, I like content. But public relations was something that I was very fascinated with, how to be of service to the media and how to expand a brand's reach uh, through earned and paid media. So... Uh, that that was my introduction to it. I fell in love with it. But my real bolster into me doing it myself was as an admin, I was, you know, of course, a, a huge support and could do everyone's job. I could. <laughs> but when they asked me my five year plan and I said, well, I want to be an account executive. They told me I couldn't. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? <laughs> you can't tell me I can't. Like, do you know? Oh, come on. My name is ja- <laughs> my name is Jasmine Powers. I am of the Powers clan. No, don't, you can't take no for an answer. And so, it it was my goal at that point to prove that I could do that job, whether or not I was with their company or outside their company. So I learned everything that I possibly could about public relations and started producing media events uh, down the line and doing my own uh, media relations and and all those things, generating news for myself and my clients. And that's where I am today. That is awesome. You know, you said a couple of things that kind of stuck in my head. Number one, positive public opinion. That is, that's really the underlying purpose of PR, right? I mean, to make sure that people, potential clients and customers, obviously, um, and then as well as just the general public. I mean, everybody can start a rumor. Everybody can say something, you know, anybody can say something ugly or, or, or whatever. So there's a lot of reputation management going on as well in the background, it seems like. But you want to maintain that positive public opinion. That's a major undertaking. And having said that, I have a real quick question, too, before I get into the other questions. So you started with a brick and mortar. So the McDonald's events and, and all those kinds of things, you were little, literally on the ground there. And I know that you're dealing with some of the digital as well now, some of the online space. How does that change or is there really a big change or difference between those two spaces? Well, I think what traditional PR or, or, or doing things, you know, face to face, there's that aspect of like how we how we used to do things like we used to send press releases by a physical letter like (laughs) in 2004 we used to send physical letters to media outlets with the press release inside Uh uh, or pick up the phone and pitch them by phone now with online the only thing that has changed is like the means by which to get the news to the media Uh Uh, of course the events are typically going to always be 
you know, in real life and in real time. So th- there, there's not very much change. The change is primarily is the the means of uh, getting the me- uh, the news in front of the right media at the right time, and it it's so fast paced. You don't have time to send a letter. If news happens right now, you need to be pitching the media right now. Wow, I mean that is it's fast paced. Awesome. Okay, now here are some specific questions that I'm hoping will help people. Now, any any business can put out a press release. And I remember when um, I started um, a company back in 2013, we sent a press release out. It was my first experience with it. I had no idea what it was for. I thought it was for the big news channels and, you know, people like that. But really, anyone can send out a press release. Is that correct? And what qualifies as a press release? And then I'm going to get into your um, specifics here. So, yeah, anybody can send out a press release, whether or not that press release is good or newsworthy <laughs> is, to- is is something totally different. But now you have things like PR web or even something like Pitch Engine, which allows you to upload a press release digitally and, uh, you know, blast it out using social media and the viral nature of that to get the news out. Yeah, anybody can uh, can create a press release. And a press release really is, is just a document that should tell us the who, why, what, when, and where of whatever your news is. So if you're announcing a company acquisition like something with like my, like the Microsoft acquisition of LinkedIn, you want to see like who are the key players? Why does this matter to whatever audience that th- this news publication is speaking to? And how can you know people take advantage of you know this this new thing? So like if it's an event involved, you know where can they register? Um, where can they buy this offer or whatever? You need to answer some key elements, but usually that's just who, what, when, where, and why. And the why is important because otherwise you're sending news that nobody cares about. So be really focused on how is this going to be helpful to this audience? And so it's a, it should be a simple document, you know, it's just, and, it, and it should not look like an ad. It should not be di- direct address. It should uh, be written like a third party uh, personnel because usually it's going to be journalists who pick it up and they are, in fact, a third party outlet. So the way you write it should be exactly as if it was a journalist that was writing this P- press release. That's important. The tone is important, right? Um, you said something else too that I wanted to um, ask. You know, for my audience, um, since we're dealing uh, mainly with you know solopreneurs and people who maybe just be starting um, their business, and maybe they are um, you know new, but they've been in business for a little bit, um, and they want to you know get that extra promotion for their business or that extra uh, news out for their company. They have something going on. Maybe they're doing a merger or something um, with a company. Maybe not as newsworthy as the LinkedIn, Microsoft, but what would be one reason, and I'm sorry, I know I'm digressing totally, but this is good stuff. So what is the one, what is one example or maybe two examples of a reason a solopreneur or someone like that would want to send out a press release and what would be the benefit of that? So I think newsworthiness is relative. So the 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 press release, as long as it is relevant to whatever news outlet that they're sending it to, then it, it, it can be relevant, right? Mm-hmm. So because th- it's news for them because they need to hear this information. So a press release, some of the ex- examples people use to do press releases might be like new hires, um, 
they winning a specific contest like if you know best small business of Houston or something like that um you know d- just d- typical company announcement or if you got new equipment that will help you be able to expand your services so like maybe you didn't have uh you know a, a printing machine before but now you have a printing machine that will now help you to be able to you know create flyers and t-shirts for the city who is your customer or something like that uh-huh. that may be something that you want to use as a press release but in the the most important thing is that wherever you're sending this press release to cares you know like they covered this type of information uh before they've covered other uh types of stories similar to this uh because if you send that you got a new uh, printing machine to the new york times they probably don't care (laughs) but a low but a local blogger or a local paper or something like that like a community paper that still counts as media uh they probably do care because this means that now you can provide an expanded service to people that maybe you weren't able to before. So any type of announcements, of course, events. And and that's the thing. Many people don't have, they feel like nothing they have is newsworthy. The absolute best way to create something that's uh, PR uh, press release worthy is to develop an event. Awesome. It's, it's, it's an instant reason to write a press release. That's awesome. And I think people should do it. Absolutely. Now, some specifics too that would help my audience now that they know why they would use it and why it's important and how really how simple it is and any media can be used social media and your email and that type of thing why use harrow or a radio guest list okay so harrow is it stands for help a reporter out so if you when you hear anybody mention harrow they're talking about help a reporter out.com uh, and radio guest list is set very similar to Harrow for uh, you know a reason I'm going to explain in a minute. So you use Harrow because Harrow is uh, journalists, editors, TV producers saying, you know what, we have a story coming up and we need a s- expert source. You know, I-, I need somebody who you know does email marketing in the Houston area to comment on you know, MailChimp's new price increase or something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, radio guest list is a similar service, but there's people who are looking for guests for their podcast or online radio shows. So it's, it's about the same in terms of these uh, media creators seeking expert sources to speak to, because guess what? They're not the expert at that. If I if I'm a if I'm a, a New York Times writer, I do not necessarily know about email marketing. I know about journalism. I can write about the state of publishing industry all day, every day, but I don't know about email marketing. So I need to con- contact people, and I'm not going to go on the yellow pages and try to find somebody. So I'm going to go on Harrow. I'm going to go on Radio Guest List and put out an alert to see who can respond to this. So you use Harrow as an expert to connect you with those opportunities instead of you, you know, using a press release distribution service that makes you, you know, just blast to people kind of blindly. Harrow is you responding to the exact editor that is looking for your specific expertise. So you use that really just to, to is, is, um, it's the same as applying to a job that is in your expertise 
Uh, so you, you're responding to things that are really like hand fed to you, these opportunities to be presented in the media. That's a great platform, really hyper filtered. So you can really just pick out what you want, cut through all <laughs> the other stuff. That's awesome. And then what's the difference between media relations and using a press release distribution service? So press release distribution services are something like Cision or PR Web, PR Newswire, who was just acquired by Cision, which was pretty cool. And I'm excited to see what happens with that. But those things, they they, they have media subscribers, um, like journalists subscribe to get all these, you know, any press releases that are up, uploaded to the service. You shoot it out. A bunch of people get it. They may or may not read it. They may or may not care. Mm-hmm. Even if it's by industry. It's just a mailing list, basically. You just shoot it out and somebody, hope, pray that somebody picks it up. Okay. So would you rather be targeted or would you rather just stick it out there and never land? Right. Uh-huh. Right. So media relations is like, say, for example, you want to target Katie Hill. You know, this is a journalist that I know. So I, I, I'm going to target Katie Hill. I, I, I read Katie Hill's article. Um, I'm going to reach out to her because I thought it was a great article. I think I have similar news that she might want to write about. So I email Katie and I say, hey, Katie, great article about finding your passion. Um, I am uh, or like I I'm, know that now 30 percent of adults are now unemployed because they were looking to find their passion. There's a new software that helps people to find jobs more easily, especially for millennials or something like that. The expert and founder of this would be a great person to speak to to find out how finding your passion and finding a dream job can go hand in hand. So they've taken it. So it if I'm reaching out to Katie Hill and I pitch a story in that way, number one, I'm talking to her individually. And if I have a relationship with her, it might be even easier for me to place a story with her. Cause I know her, I know the story she writes about. She knows me. She know she knows that I represent these people or that I am an expert that she can depend on to provide information on whatever topic she's covering so we have this relationship that's what media relation is it's more uh you interfacing one-on-one with a journalist or some type of uh editor or producer and 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 delivering value to them based on uh, an awareness of what they write about and and uh, the relevance of whatever you have to deliver to them press releases is just like you know shooting it out to everybody but if you know somebody specifically uh or or know who to contact at a particular news outlet to deliver the right story to the right person who covers that right information that is media relations that is awesome and completely i did had no idea what that meant and you've totally cleared it up for me and let me just say this too is when you do that you have just become for example, that journalist's best friend, <laughs> because that information came to them. You came to them. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. And, and it's, it's important. It's really important that you follow those journalists. 
You know, you have you have so many resources to find out a journalist. I mean, number one, you can click the journalist names on whatever website that they write for and it. You'll see a list of whatever articles that they've written. You understand the tone of their writing. You understand the, what you know, the industry that they cover or the types of stories they share. You have really no reason to go to them blindly because all of the information you need is there. Then you have Twitter. You can retweet their stories. You can tweet them directly and get to know them, comment on their things, offer suggestions, send them infographics that they could possibly include in their story to enhance it. You can be a go-to resource for them when you're that person you are much more valuable than uh, uh, somebody who just shot a press release to them blindly using Scission. Right, I can see that. That is awesome. And what, I mean, don't you want people to write about you? I mean, that's basically free press for you too. If you're making a friend with someone and they want to write about you or someone you know who's going to promote you, I mean, isn't that kind of the whole point of that is to really just get yourself some press? I mean, does that not help? Yeah, it definitely helps. It, it you know, media relations when when done right and if you're doing it yourself is free. I mean, the cost is time and definitely research. So, if you can do it and you you nurture those relationships, the the monetary cost is free. Um, awesome. but but if you say for example, you don't have those relationships, you don't know how to really relate to people properly. You don't, you know, know how to do that at all or even write and compose a newsworthy press release. That's when you hire somebody. You don't have to be the expert. You can, in fact, hire an expert to do it for you because they have the relationships. And if they don't have the relationships, they know how to get it in a way that's not spammy and that's going to ultimately make you look good as a client. So that's when you hire out and that does cost you money, but it is a very um, valuable investment, especially if they, you can get some top placement in some major media publications. It will enhance your, everybody's public personal opinion of you. Right. Valuable. That's awesome. And having said that, now that you're kind of talking about now, almost the next step, it's part of your marketing plan. So how important is that PR program to your overall marketing strategy? And then we'll just kind of wrap up with that. Okay. Well, see, the thing is, is a lot of times people don't do any PR and then they'll like, oh, I have something. Let me just shoot out a press release. You can do that. People do it. I don't know that that's effective though. Um, having a PR program, meaning something that's on ongoing outreach strategy that involves media relations and, and as well as press release distribution does a lot more than just doing, you know, just some random thing. Cause again, there's that whole piece of media relations and whether or not you have a relationship with somebody. Um, if you're doing an ongoing thing, and putting out stories on different publications as news comes up for your story, you are able to be more on people's brains. So say for example, Uber. Uh, Uber probably gets a lot of earned media, meaning they do something and the media just knows, uh, you know, they find out about it and then report on it. But you hear about Uber just about every day Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the news. you want to be maybe you can't be uber but you at least want to be in the news every week every month every couple of months so that people begin to 
be more familiar with it with you and then you're constantly driving traffic the online pr effect of that is you're having all these seo backlinks where people are linking to your website driving leads but you can't just do that one time or sporadically so it definitely needs to be part of your marketing strategy if you're sending out email every week if you're posting to Twitter, you should add in a PR program where you're sending out regular press releases or pitching stories as they come up so that you're constantly in people's um, in people's mind because the third party coverage does so much more than maybe you posting a blog on your website. Absolutely. And leverage as much as you can, especially that, that free press. Like you said, if you can leverage some of that, you know, that free stuff that's awesome especially for those of you who want to bootstrap and, and kind of keep your costs down in that um, there are definitely ways to leverage the media to do that so highly recommend that and having said that you know my next show actually is going to be talking about lead generation strategies and how to get people in your front door and to do it on a dime or zero dimes how about that that's even better so Jasmine I just want to thank you so much for all this information i hope you guys were scribbling down fast because this is some really great stuff um and jasmine if anybody wants to get a hold of you what do you have going on right now what would you like people to do Are you bogged down with too many tasks and need a fix now to save your business and your sanity? If so, claim your free strategy session with Jerry today at jerry.setmore.com, where she'll find solutions to rescue you and your business from failure. Remember to subscribe to the show on iTunes and share on social media. You can also go to the website at paychecktoprosperity.com forward slash podcast and click the subscribe button after you download the show notes.